educated in a small town, taught the fear of Jesus in a small town, used to daydream in that small town, another boring romantic, that's me. No, I cannot forget from where it is that I come from, cannot forget the people who love me. Well, I can be myself here in this small town, and people let me be just what I want to be. John Mellencamp. Monroe County, Wisconsin spans over 908 square miles and includes the United States Army Post, Fort McCoy, and the county seat of Sparta. But nestled just east of Sparta lays Monroe County's only other named city, Toma, or Tom-ah, as my college friend Tom liked to call it. (laughs) Oh, Tom. (laughs) Oh, Tom. The recorded population in 2023 is 9,494, making it the 99th largest city in Wisconsin. It stretches over eight miles and is just a short distance from well-visited Wisconsin Dells. Now you may be wondering, why in the world am I talking about such a place? Actually, when this episode goes live, I will be in Toma. Yay for you. Yay. (laughs) For all of Toma. (laughs) All 9,494. So excited. And I just visited at the beginning of this month for my 28th year high school reunion. Side note, I want to say a quick thank you to Bob, Jody, Carrie Ann, Tina, and Josh for bringing us all together. Maybe it was because I stayed at my mom's house, had no adulting response. Oh, and our mom's house, by the way, is the house we grew up in. I had no adulting responsibilities given I was childless for the weekend or because I socialized with people I had not seen for the most part in nearly 30 years, but I was instantly transported to all the high school feels. That sounds terrible. Well, (laughs) (laughs) so many emotions in high school. (laughs) So many. Okay. So many. I didn't say all the emotions, just all the feels. I guess it's like the same thing, right? No, it just it was it was just really weird because plus mom was going to drop me off at the reunion. <laughs> so cool. It's so cool. But uh Melissa actually ended up driving me, so I didn't have to. All right. So uh Toma. Okay. Well, I remember spending the last year of high school and all four years of college planning to hightail it out of Toma. You see, I felt I was a big city girl, trapped in a small town girl's trajectory, and I would not have it. After graduating from Monona State in Minnesota, I rushed down to Orlando, Florida. Not a big city in respects to the true big cities of America, but still quite a bit bigger than Toma. I soaked up the freedom of young adulthood where no one knew my name or business. Let me just clear this up. I was never a big deal in Toma to where everyone talks about me, but our mom works at the VA along with a lot of other parents. Our parents knew every move each one of us made, often before we even planned on making them. I couldn't walk downtown without my mom knowing who I was with and exactly what I was doing. Did she do that to you? 
Not even a little bit. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I'm so serious. Maybe because none of my, I don't think my friend's parents works at the VA. You know, it was the worst is I didn't really go to a lot of parties. I was kind of a, a dud, but I remember I went to one and Dave saw, saw me there and he told his mom didn't care that he was at the party. He told his mom who was our mom's best friend. And I got in trouble just because I was there. <laughs> I got in trouble for going to parties too. You did not. Okay. Mm. <laughs> you didn't. Speed, I probably got in trouble for you going to parties. I mean, isn't that a thing? Like parents are always more lax on the second kid. She just threw in the towel with you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Or I could do no wrong in her eyes. Anyways, let's move on. Yes. (laughs) Well, speaking of walking downtown, maybe it was because of all the high school feels. But over my short weekend there, I began to feel a bit nostalgic. I strolled through town to take a look at the changes and goodness did memories come flooding back, like buying a huge Hershey kiss and maybe a troll doll from what is now a J&R variety. I don't know what it used to be called. Uh, or browsing through the Toma Cash store with you and mom. Do you remember that? I used to love going there. Me too. I like the way it smelled. <laughs> like new stuff? <laughs> yes. And then do you remember those Santa dolls she would make? Mrs. Rose? No. The, oh, they were beautiful. They were Father Christmases, not Santa dolls. <laughs> they were like <laughs> a couple feet high, like really ornate. Like gnomes? Were they? <laughs> <laughs> no. Regular face, regular human Santa face. Anyways. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Oh, I do. Okay. Uh, how about breakfast at Greenwood Cafe? Do you remember it was on the corner? No? no. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Working at A&W, you don't remember because you didn't really have to have a job. Getting <laughs> getting hot cocoa somewhere after the Christmas parade. Where did we get it from? We went somewhere and got it. It was at a little restaurant um, at the end <laughs> of the block right before Gillette Park. In Greenwood Cafe. Oh, that's Greenwood Cafe. Oh. <laughs> That's where we would get hot cocoa okay. from. I think I don't so. remember breakfast there though. Yes, I maybe I was in high school when I did that. Maybe I'd like meet up. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't <laughs> sound like a very high school thing to do. <laughs> get breakfast, <laughs> unless it's like three o'clock in the morning. Maybe after cheer practice, you did. I doubt it. No mm. cheer. We would go to the Peking restaurant. I think. In and the morning? No, not in the morning. Like oh. at, after school, and then we go to Burger King and get Whoppers mm. before basketball games. Hmm. Okay, so moving along. Uh, how about dinners and Friday night fish fry at the teepee? And the American Legion. Oh, and the oh, – oh, do you remember we did like a Christmas program at the American Legion? No. Dawn and I <laughs> – Dawn and I did a dance or something. No. <laughs> I must have blocked that from my memory. (laughs) I wish I did. (laughs) I think we dressed up like elves. (laughs) Oh, actually, that does ring a bell for some reason. Were you Santa's helpers? Yeah, I think so. But I don't know. I don't know for who. (laughs) I don't know what we did. 
And now <laughs> I can like picture a picture. It rings a bell for some reason. Well, I think TP is now Marie's on Main, right? Mm-mm. No, no. Mar- Marie's on Main is across the street from what TP was because TP was on the corner, or maybe like a block down. I think Marie's on Main is on the corner. It's on the opposite corner of where TP used to be because TP was over by the library, wasn't it? It wasn't that far down. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> then why are you correcting me? You asked me. <laughs> But you're wrong, I think. I think you're wrong, too. Anyways, Toma, weigh in, please. Yes. Okay, but Jessica, so the teepee, isn't that where you came upon the you thought butter was ice cream thing? No, that was at uh, Happy Chef in Sparta. (laughs) Okay, well, as I walked along through town, weirdly smiling to myself and taking pictures, I realized something. And maybe it took distancing myself from this cute little town, but I realized what a gem it really is. So let's talk about the gateway to Cranberry Country and home of the Grand National Tractor Pull, which, by the way, according to the National Tractor Pullers Association, the event in Toma is now called a super national event. I'm not is sure. Is it ex- really? Yes. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I think it's a big deal. We're going to try to go next year because my son loves monster trucks, and I think you might love the tractor pull. Well, it's loud. Whatever it is. I, if it's super or grand or big or not. Yeah. We have the headlines for the kids. Toma. Here we go. Robert E. Gillette hailed from Cleveland, Ohio, along with his son, Robert A. Gillette, to found Toma in 1855. He built a four-room log cabin, which was the first building built in Toma. He then built a steam sawmill in 1856. That same year, the first school was held in a barn. Charles W. W. Kellogg built the first frame house. What? W. W. (laughs) (laughs) Charles W. Kellogg. I can't even do it. Kellogg built the first frame house. And as an elder... In the Methodist Church, he delivered the first sermon in July 1857 in a barn built by Gillette. 1858 also saw a grocery, drugstores, and a blacksmith added to the village. Shortly after, Milwaukee and St. Paul railroads arrived, and the post office was established in 1859. A popular structure in Toma is the Little Red Schoolhouse. It was originally called Watermill School because it was first located five miles north of Toma, next to Mill Creek. It functioned as a school from 1864 until 1964. It was refurbished, relocated to Gillette Park, and opened its doors as a museum in 1967. The location of the village of Toma was ideal, with cranberry marshes to the north and good farmland throughout. Also originating in Toma, the Lemon Wire River is a tributary of the Lower Wisconsin River. Arrival of the railroads added to development potential. Toma grew to a population of 2,106 and had five physicians, four lawyers, two hotels, and two newspapers by 1881. In 1883, incorporated as a city, Thomas McCall was elected as Toma's first mayor. Over the years, Toma had a setback due to wars, the Great Depression, loss of businesses, and natural disasters, but the community withstood all of it, always coming together. 
Speaking of wars, the Toma Veterans Hospital opened its doors during the end of World War II. If you listened to Jessica's enthralling episode last week on Wisconsin, you learned there's a lot of Native American influence throughout the state, and that is where the name Toma comes from. Chief Toma, anglicized as Thomas Karen from 1752 to 1818, was integrated into the Menominee tribe. He was known as a trader, great orator, hunter, and was friendly to the white settlers. He refused to partake in uprisings against traders and settlers. He did not know, he did not allow his people to join Tecumseh in 1811, and he sided with the British during the War of 1812. Were you going to say something because you unmuted yourself? Menominee, do 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 do. Menominee, do 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 do. That's all. <laughs> it didn't feel appropriate. <laughs> it's not Menominee, though. I know it's not. But okay. do you remember when we were in Wisconsin and we yes. were drunk in the car? <laughs> <laughs> Who were we doing that to? Uh, I think mom. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mom. Now let's make a very smooth transition into comic strips. Frank King was born in Cashton, Wisconsin in 1883. He grew up in Toma and began working for the newspaper as a teenager. Following graduation from Toma High School in 1901, he worked at the Minneapolis Times and then moved to Chicago at the age of 22. He studied at the Chicago Academy of Fine Arts. He began working at the Chicago Tribune in 1909. He, I started every sentence with the word he. He created and worked on the cartoons Motorcycle Mike, Bobby Makebelieve, and a variety of theme comic, themed comics in The Rectangle. November 24th, 1918, a new comic displaying men who met in an alleyway to talk all things vehicular made its debut, featuring Walt Wallet, Doc, Avery, Bill, Amy, and Skeezix, Gasoline Alley was a first comic strip in which the characters aged. It quickly gained popularity and soon surpassed the rectangle. Some of the characters were designed after actual people in Frank's life. For instance, Doc was created after a medical practitioner from Toma. Gasoline Alley itself was modeled after Superior Avenue in Toma. The comic ran every Sunday until Monday, August 25th, 1919, when it began its daily print. Gasoline Alley is the longest-running current comic strip in the United States. It gained so much popularity, several radio versions were made. Two films, Gasoline Alley and Corky of Gasoline Alley, were released in 1951. King married fellow Toma native Delia Drew in 1911. They had a son, Robert Drew King, who Skeezix was modeled after. King retired from the strip in 1959 when he turned it over to Dick Moores. June 24, 1969, King was found deceased in his Winter Park, Florida home. He was buried in Toma's Oak Grove Cemetery next to his wife, who passed away in 1959. And just in case you did not know, Gasoline Alley is still a running comic strip. If you want more history on Toma and Gasoline Alley, and probably more accurate history than what I just told you, check out the Toma Museum while visiting. 
you're also going to want to walk downtown and be immediately transported to an adorable small town with historic brick buildings. I seriously think it's super cute. And today in Toma, there are eight public elementary schools, two private schools for kindergarten through eighth grade, one public middle school, and one public high school. There is one civilian hospital and the Veterans Affairs Medical Center. Lake Toma, when not frozen, offers plenty of fishing and opportunities for water activities. And I guess when it is frozen, you can still fish and do other... (laughs) Okay, that's why I had my hand raised. (laughs) Yeah, I figured. And do other frozen stuff on the water. (laughs) Okay, thank you. (laughs) Well, I guess you don't do frozen stuff on the water. You do stuff on the frozen water. Like ice skating. We went ice skating on Lake Toma. Well, sort of. Kind of. You probably had ice skates that fit you. Mom and dad bought me size nine ice skates. We, even shared, though, the, we shared the same pair of ice skates. They put which, socks in the toes. Which just just so, for reference, uh, my feet are bigger than Jessica's at a whopping size seven and a half <laughs> as an adult. Mm-hmm. And we were kids <laughs> size mm-hmm. nine. Yeah. Ugh, okay. Well, so yes, you can do other things on Lake Toma when it's frozen, but why? <laughs> Why would you want to be out there in the cold? Toma has an aquatic center and 11 parks, including a dog park and a skate park. And there is a recreation trail connecting the parks. The Chamber and Visitors Center, which will have a link in the show notes, has a superb listing of the variety of community events such as bingo, karaoke, farmer's markets, live music, craft fairs, live music. <laughs> I really like live music. <laughs> so good. You got to say it twice. <laughs> Two times. Oh, no. Okay. And Friday Night Fish Fries. The VA, American Legion, and the Senior Center help to sponsor and host some of those events. Depending on the time of year, there are holiday parades, the Monroe County Fair, the Tractor Pull, and Cranfest. There is also a significant Amish presence in Toma, so there are plenty of crafts, woodwork, and treats to sample. Toma is also where the eye divides, meaning that's where Interstate 90 and 94 become Interstate 90 and 94. (laughs) So you know there's plenty of places you can grab a quick bite to eat or stay the night. While there, don't forget to snag some Wisconsin cheese at Humbird. I mentioned spending so many years wanting to get out of that small town. While I love where my life has taken me, I do find myself searching for the small town feelings you get with the parades, festivals, and that close-knit community (laughs) and live music twice because it's so important. No, because (laughs) I've seen it all in a small town, had myself a ball in a small town. Oh, my God. And I can breathe in a small town, probably die in a small town. Okay. Okay. So speaking of small towns, I do want to say a quick. (gasps) Yes, that's me. (laughs) Not really. I want to say a quick hi and a thank you for the feedback and all the podcast chats I had with Dawn, Tina, Emily, Rubin, Melissa, Tennille, Wendy, and Kirk. And I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, but please feel free to call me out on it if I forgot you. And I will say I'm sorry next time. And 
Tell my peeps, forget, forget, for, forget anything wrong that I said. No, correct me if I said anything incorrectly. Like live music. Twice. <laughs> no, that's no, <laughs> that is not incorrect. That should be mentioned twice all the time. Hmm. Even if there's not live music, it should be mentioned twice. Humber cheese is a pretty big deal in Talma too. If you would have been paying attention, you would have heard that oh, I actually just said while there, <laughs> don't forget to snag some Wisconsin cheese at Humbird. <laughs> that was, that was like a paragraph ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm paying attention to you. I am now. Well, I'm done now. See, now do you know how I feel when I don't get like the verbal affirmation from you when I'm telling my stories? It's just not as fun. I'm looking at you. You're getting visual affirmations from, no. my, from my gigantic <laughs> eyes. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. Toma. Cute. T-O-M-A-H. Go Toma. Go Toma. Go Toma. Go. go, go. go. Okay. Well, yay, Toma. Yeah. And Wisconsin. Okay, well, thanks for listening. No what? clue what's happening next week. We'll find out. Oh, my gosh. We really don't. You'll find out. We'll find out. We'll all find out together. Okay, let's do bees. Be a cartoonist. <laughs> Be a small town. <laughs> <laughs> don't be pretending to listen when you're not. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And get annoyed when somebody says you're not paying attention. Well. Don't be rude. Rude. Jessica. So rude. Okay. So ne- next week is up in the air? Sounds good. We'll figure it out. Okay. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to reach out to us or submit your situation, please contact us at another situation podcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at another situation podcast. We're also on Facebook at another situation. Another situation is produced and edited by 0.5 Pinoy. Music is written and performed by Tim Crow. Another situation.